1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: You're listening to the Third Coast Podcast. I'm Katie Mingle. Thanks so much to everyone that pitched in to help us during our spring fundraiser. Your help really means the world to us. We'll be announcing the winners of the drawings soon, so keep your ears and eyes peeled for that. One other thing I'm looking for a resound intern. Want to be my right hand man or woman? To read more about what we're looking for and, of course, what's in it for you, visit ThirdCoastFestival.org. From the Third Coast
3: International Audio Festival in Chicago, I'm Gwen Maxi, and this is Resound.
4: We are suffering, so you have to
5: help us. I will. It's not my fault that it's. Look, I'm
6: only collecting sounds, okay? I say th- we don't let like such a team here. Okay, but I asked... Why do you come inside
3: without people? ReSound is a remix of music, documentaries, found sound, sound bites, and little audio pieces parts that we scavenge from all over the world. On the air, the internet, we listen to everything we can get our ears on and play the best of what we hear for you each week on ReSound.
7: My, ma- my mother name is Samata. Samata, And my father's name is Mohamed. Eh.
5: My name is Jens. <laughs>
7: What is your name? My name is Suzy. My name is Yonequata.
5: Nice to meet you. Are
7: you ready? Thank you.
5: bye Bye.
3: Today we're devoting much of the show to one remarkable story. So remarkable, in fact, that for its brave reporting, innovative production, and important subject matter, it won not only the 2011 Third Coast Director's Choice Award, but also one of Europe's most prestigious prizes, the Pre-Italia for Radio Documentary. In this story, German producer Jens Jarisch takes us to a slum in Accra, Ghana, that's become an illegal dumping ground for electronic waste from the West. The slum is nicknamed Sodom and Gomorrah and where there was once a blue lagoon, there are now thousands of cardboard shacks and smoldering piles of discarded computers. In Sodom and Gomorrah, children scavenge through the e-waste, hoping to sell what they can for a pittance, while dreaming of escaping to Europe, which means, among other hurdles, crossing the Sahara undetected. Jens went to Sodom and Gomorrah to document the lives of its children and to follow the trail of electronic waste back to its original source in Europe. This documentary was originally produced in German. Today we hear the English adaptation by Sharon Davis of the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. It does contain some difficult themes that may not be appropriate for younger listeners. Here is Children of Sodom and Gomorrah.
8: You have to strive for yourself and fight for yourself. Even if you have to die for striving for yourself.
6: Oh, oh my god!
4: I'm I about my my Oh my god!
0: There is a place.
6: <laughs>
0: you find in your dreams I know
6: what I'm doing. Yes, yes i
3: your <laughs> family.
0: When your life seems to have no way out.
4: That is so sweet.
6: <laughs>
4: and there is
0: another place you really end up in... 10,
6: Maybe you don't have any that money, so you have to die.
0: ...when there is no place left for you to live.
6: If friends didn't contribute for you you would die. That's what's going on. But only we hear Old burning. Old Testament. Here is burning. One? Is Europe Street
0: Paradise Ventures? The other
6: is
8: called uh, Sodom, and
0: Sodom and Gomorrah.
5: After a night on the ship,
0: at the end of a long dark night, at five o'clock in the morning, on a scheduled passenger voyage across the sea that divides Morocco from Spain and Africa from Europe.
5: As morning breaks, we draw near to a coast of flickering lights. And I think, my Europe.
0: A reporter stands ahead on the bow, looking out into the night. Apart from a long, thin strip of European lights on the horizon, the ship is still gliding through total darkness. Where, perhaps not so far away, rubber rafts are drifting with people on board. No one would see them.
5: Until today, I had never thought about what it would be like if I had never been to Europe before. Wherever I have lived, I have always started out from Europe, and I would risk my life.
0: The people who die on the sea in the course of this night will remain nameless. Only the handful who reach the shore in Europe will be given a name when they arrive. They are called economic refugees.
9: But that's not the whole story. We have to story. take a look. What are the pull factors? Analyze why certain routes are chosen. Routes. Why certain Modi operandi are are chosen. Business. Um, this is, the, let's say, the core business of our analysts.
0: <laughs>
4: Sodom and Gomorrah. Where the lagoon used to be used to be because now there's no lagoon.
0: For there right now. I'm, I'm
4: it's now rubbish and damp and you know. But when we were growing up, it was a lagoon. Papa why? I need money. I we get money.
0: In the middle of Accra, the capital of Ghana, twenty or thirty years ago, there was a wonderful lagoon. And it was blue but all that is left today is a black hole. The swamp around the lagoon dried out, and people came to settle on the mud left by the swampy land of old.
4: It has now disappeared completely, and has become
0: this thing, you know. Thus a new secret district came into being in Accra, right at the heart of the centre, between the old harbour and the new station. But nobody in town wanted to acknowledge what was happening there. Even today... The area is officially uninhabited. There is no entry in any register
4: and no mark on any map. And then somebody called the Sodom and Gomorrah.
7: My, ma- my mother name is Samata. Samata, And my father's name is Mohammed. And my sister's name is Hawa.
0: And your name?
7: And my name is Uzema.
0: Sodom and Gomorrah is made up of thousands of little wooden sheds. A few of them have a second story sticking out from the sea of planks, cardboard boxes and rocks. Giant rubbish dumps stretch out around these dwellings. When it is dry, waste piles are burning everywhere. And when it rains, Sodom and Gomorrah reverts for a while into the swamp it once was. Uh, me and
7: my sister come to a My sister said that I set
0: The air is sometimes grey, sometimes black, with smoke. The lagoon is dead. The water from the two inlets has become a sluggish mass as the waste slowly decomposes. Drinking water only comes in little blue plastic bags carried in baskets on the heads of the girls who sell it, shining in the sun like the artificial blue of a swimming pool. How old are you?
7: Me. I'm 13 years old. My sister... Is fourteen years.
0: old. Almost all the water sellers are children,
10: oh, and
0: What's nearly all are years? girls.
10: Hmm? What's what do you Five years. Five years. He
11: says
7: five years.
1: Mm. Accra, Ghana.
12: Morning. I came here alone. I didn't know anyone
7: here.
12: In the countryside, there isn't enough for everyone to do, and not enough for everyone to eat either. Our family only has a small field, and in the village, the only work, is the work in the fields.
0: And so your parents sent you here when you were 12 years old. They said, when you have saved enough money to be married, then you can come back to us. At least, that is the story the parents tell their children, so that saying goodbye does not feel like saying goodbye forever. Since then, you have been selling blue water bags in Agbog Bloshi Market just across the way from Sodom and
7: Gomorrah. For the nights,
0: you pay rent for a place to sleep in one of the wooden sheds, where you and 20 other girls find protection and a little peace between sunset and dawn. (laughs) (laughs) In the evening, you spend what you earned during the day on a little fufu or jollof rice. You have fewer than a dozen possessions. Last week, for the first time in your life, you bought something you didn't absolutely need. A little necklace to wear around your neck. (laughs) Words are tattooed on the pale insides of your lower arms, in capital letters, as if you had written them there yourself with a pen. But they are genuine tattoos.
12: I had the tattoos done
7: here.
12: On my left arm, I have the names of my brother and sister.
7: On my
12: right arm, I have the names of my mother and father and the
9: address where they live. Frontex is a European agency which provides uh, border control authorities... Frontex. Uh, ..with the technical and operational support. Europe. ..a European border control coordinator. Agency. I'm a border control uh, practitioner... Border. Uh, ..by profession. Um, so I'm a... a Practical control, practitioner, uh, professionally oriented, technical uh, director, operation of a coordinating body.
5: Do you think we can go there, or do you think it's dangerous? Um,
0: the first time the reporter comes to Sodom and Gomorrah, stumbling down the paths. Numbed by all the things his senses perceive, trying to pay attention where he treads in the furrowed mud, and suffering another little shock each time he lifts his head. He can do no more than simply accept this world as it is, without being able to make any sense of it yet.
11: But it's too loud here. <laughs>
0: Sewage trickles through the narrow alleys, music thunders from the two story wooden shacks, and flakes of white ash hang in the air.
11: <laughs>
0: then the reporter reaches a broad open space covered in layer upon layer of white ash, where cracked corrugated iron and charred debris are lying he completely fails to grasp that this is not the way things usually are. Such is the reporter's view of normal life in Sodom and Gomorrah, that he cannot recognize the abnormal. Suddenly, the reporter is forced against a wall by a crowd of upset and outraged people. They want help.
6: So, what is the problem? Uh-huh. What would you uh-huh. answer? Uh-huh. Something for us? Uh-huh. I think. Uh-huh. You think what? You think of what? I think. Uh-huh. I'm come here.
0: In their pain, the people in the crowd are seeking a way, uh-huh.
6: way out. I come here. Uh, you
0: come, come here, here, here right now, uh, so here. here. While several men hold him fast and carry on talking at him, the reporter feels an unbearable heat beneath his feet.
6: Are you coming to
0: help us? He looks down and and sees the rubber soles of his shoes slowly melting. And now he realises that he is standing amid the smouldering embers of houses raised by fire. Right now, On the very soil where, just a few hours ago, a family lay sleeping. And at last he understands what has happened.
6: Oh, you see, this place all has burned oh, ben, ben. this morning. You understand? You so right now, <laughs> fire burn You understand? I did not know. Yeah, you did not know. Now you came and saw it. Yes.
8: Tell that a guy? Yes. Yeah.
6: So we are suffering here. We are suffering, so you have to help us.
5: I will. It's not my fault that it's so Then tell your people to
12: help us.
11: Yeah.
12: Ah...
1: Banglang, Ghana. Morning.
0: You were born here, Banglang, a village in the far north of Ghana.
1: Tiama, Senegal. Bambara, Maundi, Mali. Farafeni, Gambia.
0: But your village could be anywhere.
1: Chomba, Cameroon. Ndiakpurata, Nigeria. Banglang, Ghana.
0: This is where your life began... And although you could not have known it then, this is where you set out on your long journey to Europe.
5: And you have a book. Mm. What's the title of the book?
0: You are sitting on a log at the only forking of ways in your village, reading a slim volume. You are 10 years old now. The title
10: of the book is The Disobedient of Schoolboy.
5: And what's the book about?
10: It is any person that is not fear any any teachers include headmaster. Yes. That is is bad bad behavior.
5: I would like to see where you live. Can you show us your house of your family?
10: Yes, but my mother is going to market
5: but it's, is it okay if we go there or is it a problem?
10: Because we, we are not ready to swim the campon.
0: You don't feel very comfortable about your guests finding the clay floor of your home full of sand the wind has blown in, and leaves that have fallen from the shea nut tree. Five round, straw-roofed mud huts standing in a circle around a little yard. Four hens and three kid goats. Walls and floors, the hearth in the middle of the compound, and the little walls around the wash house. It is all the reddish brown hue of the earth.
5: <laughs> what are they doing?
10: They produce to, to
5: But this looks like it was too small.
10: But, but it had the spin.
0: <laughs> as well as school, You help your father to farm the family field and your mother to fetch water from the well. Fetching water for your family can sometimes take all day. At the edge of the well, there are empty canisters of vegetable oil, donations from the surplus supplies of the Western world. At the same time, Selling edible oils from seeds and nuts is almost the only option the villagers have to earn a little income.
5: That's very nice here. Yes.
0: You have never left your village, but you have already heard of Sodom and Gomorrah and that there is money there.
5: So do you like your village?
0: I like it, but in the village,
10: people are dangerous.
9: Um I think we have more and more clearer clear picture uh, a picture on where the risks are. Uh, we know that the um those people who people irregularly cross the, the border border crossing those are children. Uh, uh, children and that is one thing that that we really need to take take care when take care drafting the operational plans operational plans
5: yes I go I go look I'm only collecting sounds okay
0: Where the money comes from to feed Sodom and Gomorrah is not immediately apparent. After a while, though, one can't help noticing the junk that is lying around in every conceivable spot, not just on the rubbish dumps that surround the dwellings, but outside and inside the sheds, stacked along the paths, and scattered along the banks where the two rivers once flowed, where goats roam between exhaust pipes, headsets and espresso machines, looking for the odd blade of grass...
4: May I ask what you are doing here? I'm just picking What? I'm picking ayo.
0: On broad stretches of mud, strewn with shards of glass, plastic and metal, children are shattering the screens of old computers. It looks like play. The boy shows his hand. It is black. But this is not the black of skin, but layers of tar-like dirt. Yeah, uh, Oozing thickly from between these layers of dirt is deep red blood, mixed with greasy, dark streaks of oil and soot.
11: Uh, um, a a
0: you have hacked open an old laser printer and cut yourself on the plastic, <laughs> as fine dust from the ink cartridge wraps itself around you. It's a sad idea. You look almost funny like that but only almost. If the wound becomes infected, you could lose your hand, your arm or your life. Where would you find the money for a doctor?
5: Hello. Hello. What are you burning?
12: I'm I'm... burning for copper. Ah,
0: The boy rips insulating foam from refrigerators lying close by to fuel the flames as he sets fire to a pile of electronic waste. Uh. Then he fans the flames with cardboard the heat is immense. Thick black smoke settles on the skin and brings tears to the eyes. Yes.
6: Let's get out a here, The fire is too intense.
0: Once copper and other metals have been smelted out, the rest is left to burn on, or just left. This way, even a seven-year-old boy can earn as much as three CD by working an eight-hour day. The combustion and decomposition release highly toxic substances like cadmium, lead and dioxin severe enough to cause deadly damage to the respiratory tract and nervous system.
5: My name is Jens. Jens. What is your name?
7: My, my name is Susie. My name is 24.
5: Nice to meet you. Are you ready? Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye! Bye.
0: <laughs> Labels sometimes reveal who once used the equipment. Companies, cultural institutions, associations, schools. In the Netherlands, Germany, Britain, Norway. There are even computer screens from a government environment agency. In Europe, electronic waste is treated as hazardous. Its export, or any attempt to export it, constitute a criminal offence. On Obasi O.K. Road, the only vehicle access into Sodom and Gomorrah, trucks of scrap are being constantly unloaded. Most of the lorries come from the nearby harbour, where ships arrive from Europe every day, bearing containers and used cars.
1: Tamale, Ghana. Early evening.
5: And um, so, how old were you when this happened?
0: I was 11 years.
5: Um, so may I ask you how your father died?
0: Yeah. From one moment to the next, your life can change. You're 11 years old when an envious neighbour in your village puts a curse on your father. Your father instantly falls ill and dies a few days later.
10: Killed my father with a, with a, a ghost, with a hometown ghost, and a, it killed my father.
0: And uh... Your mother suffers a nervous breakdown. She can no longer work, and relatives bring your family to Tmale, the nearest town.
5: How how did it happen? From a
0: village without electricity, telephones or any means of transport, you arrive in a town with a library, a wireless network and a bus station. You move into a deserted house far from the centre, where your mother needs to recover, and it is up to you to feed her, your little brothers and sisters and yourself.
7: (laughs) My name is Aisha. I have three... Three bright and it uses
11: this.
5: And how many cats do you have? Yeah, the little
11: cats man? oh cats. Ah, three. Mm. Four, three four, four. cats. And cats. The health
0: of your mother has improved.
11: <laughs>
10: <laughs> I just said um I see, I see some white people and then I was gonna use my some friend and see I see some white people. I'll go and talk to them and then...
0: From now on, more and more. You go to the bus station. What do you connect with white people?
10: I think they, they help us. Yes, they help
13: us.
11: Denmark. Denmark, yes. Ah, I see.
10: Yes. From the first minute I got out from the bus, they were surrounding me. A lot of children trying to tell me stories about their dead fa- family and how they needed to go to school. I'm mean, it's my friend, but yeah, it's my I see, friend. You know him. Yes, I know it. Yeah, my friend from Tavane.
0: It isn't the money you beg from the holidaymakers that you care about <laughs> so much as the window they open for you onto a faraway world with no ghosts. <laughs> And one day an opportunity will come, although you will not realize how long you have been waiting for it. Someone you know, from your village back home perhaps, gets onto the bus to the capital and says, Come with me, just for a few weeks, and earn some money.
5: Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Ähm, ich würde gerne fragen, wofür diese, diese Waren sind.
0: In Hamburg, near the docks, they are packing a container. Damaged fridges, heaters, irons, vacuum cleaners, televisions, hi fis radios.
5: Alles hier. Ähm, verschiffen Sie das? The dealer sells it
0: as scrap iron and it is shipped out by the buyers. You buy up scrap, who do you sell it to?
5: He doesn't say who buys it from him. No entry there.
3: You're listening to ReSound from the Third Coast Festival. I'm Gwen Maxai. If you're just joining us, we're in the middle of a story about a neighborhood in Accra, Ghana, called Sodom and Gomorrah, where children sell scraps of discarded computers, illegally imported from the West, to eke out a meager survival. Or they dream of escaping Accra altogether and immigrating to Europe, a nearly impossible feat. Let's get back to our story, Children of Sodom and Gomorrah.
6: Hey Lacas,
11: Munazuana, may be
1: so on
6: the
0: you We are in the as and we in the But because you believe that city life is a more advanced social order, you try to adapt without questioning.
12: But selling water I only earned enough to survive, and sometimes hardly even that. I couldn't save anything. But if I don't save any money, I can never go home again.
0: Now you are 15... And you have been in Sodom and Gomorrah for three years.
1: There are small, small girls here. Very small, small girls.
6: 15 guests, 12 guests, 6 guests.
0: Not all the men who spoke to you wanted your water.
5: I don't understand.
0: Many offered you money, many threatened to beat you and others advise you to rent a room in what they call a children's hotel. You only moved around by day and keeping close to as many people as possible, and yet you were often raped. <laughs> then you moved into one of those two-story wooden shacks in Sodom and Gomorrah, a children's hotel. Downstairs, there's a kind of bar where they serve alcohol and play deafening music. Upstairs, they rent out tiny rooms to girls who sell themselves. Their hardship has slashed the age limit to an unimaginable level. Today, a reporter asked about you. He's waiting outside your children's hotel at the entrance to Sodom and Gomorrah. Just there, a teenage boy is being accused by some men of stealing. And as you pass, the men are beating the boy, urged on by a noisy crowd, until he is dead. You turn away and walk across the road. You sit beside the reporter on the curb. You exchange a long, silent look. The reporter's look is shattered, yours is only sad. You both lack the words for the boy's murder.
5: Okay. Where do you come from?
11: I'm an eerie.
5: I see. And how did you come here?
11: This is a long story. As for my anyway, it's a long story. It's about my father and us and my mother. We live at our village. My father has a big farm. So the village people want, they want to collect the farm. They make it. They kill my father.
5: They killed your father?
11: Yes, so my father is not. My father is dead and ask for that.
0: Your face is barely visible in the darkness. When a few tears run down your cheeks, they leave bright silvery streaks, pale reflections on your deep black skin. I'm looking
11: for money, that's why I do that.
5: What do you dream at night?
11: Mm. Okay, if I sleep, the dream I dream praying. Thing. Oh, as for this dream, eh? something like
4: calling me. So they do have their own dreams about Europe, you know, to tell, um, to tell the truth of their faith.
11: We, we, our
4: society does not allow that. Our society doesn't want that. We don't want that. We,
11: we, ah,
4: it's complex, yes You know, it, we need a bit of hope. Okay. Life can be miserable here, and the idea of Europe—that is our uh, light at the end of the tunnel. So uh, uh, we don't want that dream shattered. When you shatter it, it kills the light. It kills the hope. When you when you travel to Europe, going through the bitterness, people would rather close their eyes to it.
9: So far, um, we are dealing with border controls, which. Is linked to the to to persons, people. When it comes to the control of goods, that is uh, a task of the customs organisations. Border control.
0: At the port in Hamburg, the custom agents control goods crossing the border. Both imports and exports.
9: Also the
5: Zoll definiert sich ja da über die Aufgabe, dass er den Warenverkehr über die Grenze kontrolliert.
0: concentrate on imports to try and stop tax evasion.
5: Genau das machen wir also auch hier im Hamburger Hafen und
1: that is what we do here at the port of Hamburg.
0: If electronic waste is smuggled from Europe to Africa, Germany doesn't lose a single cent. How
5: does the umgekehrte Weg aus? Warenausfuhr. Aber natürlich auch was für Ware geht da ins Ausland?
1: What kind of goods are going abroad? I mean, naturally, we are proud of good German products, like our beef salami.
5: Yeah.
0: The reporter interrupts him. What about computer screens, he asks. Some of them are so old, aren't they just old scrap?
5: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yes,
1: that is certainly a problem. If I can see that the goods are broken, like, say, that screen there... Even then, he can always tell me that all those circuit boards behind it are still valuable. He can say he wants to use them.
8: That
0: is quite tempting, then. Instead of putting your electronic waste, as required by law, into a time-consuming and costly statutory scheme for recycling hazardous waste, you simply redesignate it as second-hand goods and dump it in Africa.
1: Oh, no. Normally, what is supposed to happen is these things are handed over to the disposal companies. They are actually required to show that they really do meet the provisions of waste law and environmental law and dispose of them properly. It would make my hair stand on end. Really, it would. To think computers like that are being exported and that they are being taken apart by children somewhere. But who is going
0: to look that carefully? A country in Central Europe doesn't get to be a world leader in exports by giving every container a detailed once-over. Gao, Mali. Afternoon. You recently turned 16. In a cafe in Gao, you asked if you could play a CD. You'd been carrying the CD in your pocket for thousands of kilometres. It is full of songs that you recorded with friends in Sodom and Gomorrah before you finally left.
4: And because of that, uh, I had told you uh, I need producer
0: here in Gao, a desert town in Mali on the southern edge of the Sahara. You walk the streets and cafes. If you strike it lucky, they let you play your CD and you sing to it. On the television, Al Jazeera is showing images of the latest suicide attack. And nobody is listening to
4: you Oh my God.
6: Nevertheless,
0: most people give you a few small coins.
5: So, I would like to ask you about the things that you always carry with you.
12: And these will be my pictures. These are my
4: pictures. And who is that? She's my junior sister.
0: All that is left of your family is one younger sister and a photograph of her. Then you pull a piece of crumpled paper from your bag. You see?
4: Information. This
12: here is information.
4: Uh, if I ask information, since somebody, I decided to like
12: set off for Libya, I've been collecting this information.
4: Uh, I, told you, I have decided to travel and pass desert to go Libya. I asked the information. And
5: what what kind of information is it? Like if I enter, I call them.
0: The paper shows three telephone numbers, carefully written down in biro. them. Soon you want to cross the Sahara. You will have to walk for several days to pass the borders without being discovered, so that one day you can reach Libya, Algeria, or Morocco.
5: But you know you can die.
4: Yes. If you get luck, uh, the Libya. If we are
12: lucky, the people, people in Libya will help us.
4: Help you. But if, you get if we're not lucky, sometimes the people
12: sometimes in the desert, the
4: desert a
12: lot of people die there.
4: People is dying there. Uh, you can die,
12: and I might die too. You'd
4: be risking travel, so if you get locked, you enter if you don't get locked, you die Maybe uh, so.
5: but do you want to take that risk?
1: Ah uh, yes, yes.
0: You have only one bag. Here you keep the clothes you are not wearing right now, seven photos, one CD with your songs, and a note with three telephone numbers. Before you lies the Sahara.
5: OK, then, we are uh, gathering here for a meeting to discuss
9: about... Uh, yes, sir, um, we do. have a because, member uh, states' data uh, from the... Frontex first of all, of all I'll, I'll talk with
0: our uh, colleagues from the Risk Analysis Unit. Process. The data yeah. we so will project.
4: The situation has changed. Surveillance means uh, possible use of helicopters. Your
0: escape has hardly begun, but it has not gone unnoticed. You do not suspect this, but far away, in the city of Warsaw, analysts at Frontex the agency whose task it is to secure Europe's external borders, are working out how they can prevent you from reaching your destination.
9: I think the key questions here is really to understand the role of border control, um, not to be the source of what is happening at the border. Key question. Um, If the rules, uh, the regulations, uh, the political choices of the European Union are clear. Political choices. Border control authorities cannot change these facts. Other people. That is for sure. Um, it belongs to someone else.
5: Are, are you interested in, in the reason why Africans want to come to Europe?
9: That is one of the key questions.
11: Give. Uh-uh.
9: On
0: the scrap heaps of Sodom and Gomorrah, amongst the insulation material, keyboards, screens, tubes, boards, and cables, the reporter is looking for further clues. A small boy is watching him.
5: Hello. I, I lost my computer. No, I'm just joking. I'm recording the sounds, you know.
0: Suddenly, three men arrive. Two silent and one shouting.
6: Oh, I'm sorry.
0: The small boy vanishes in a flash.
5: Whom did you go and ask? I'm sorry, I didn't want
6: to interfere with anything. I say we don't like such a thing here. Okay, but I ask. Why do you come inside without informing the elder people and then you are going with the children? Oh, I did speak to the elder people. Excuse me, you caused a harm by yourself. Why? 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 What are you doing? It is never accepted. If you want to I do that, know. go to our head know. office okay. there. I go. You go there go. right now, Adam that if something happened to you right now here, it will be your problem. Okay. Go to our people okay. there. Okay. And stop doing Day. what you are doing. The
5: two other men say
0: nothing.
6: I'm nobody i'm only telling you the okay. actual fact i, I go will, to our people but what you okay. are doing
5: the reporter tries
0: a, a tactical trick and claims he is here with the knowledge of the police
5: okay uh, but i did ask permission who did you ask i asked the police mo- uh, i asked the there is
6: nothing police? about police here it, it, police can never do something here here it not belongs to police so if you go and ask there is nothing that you can do about the police Okay. I hope you get me. Yes, I get you. Uh-huh. I get so you. we get so, yes, so so the want, two men so come why, a step why, nearer. Do you do what yes, you want. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Of I course. don't know. I of can't course. see that. This you're... is not the first time. It will cause a harm for us. Okay, I didn't know. Because I... what you are, we don't know what you are taking, and it will give us a problem here. Okay, I'm a I'm a DJ. You're you know? a DJ. I, I just record sound. You know? no, whatever... It...
0: Then the reporter is taken into an office that looks like offices all over the world. But here, in Sodom and Gomorrah, it is quite a surprise. Air conditioning cools the room, faxes hum softly, portable computers flicker in silence. One decisive circumstance preserves the reporter from enduring hassle. He has not taken any photographs or filmed. He's only recorded sounds, which the men now listen to, wrinkling their foreheads, becoming bored very quickly. The two bully boys leave the room. The man of words remains on his feet behind the reporter. The office manager now explains why unauthorised personnel cannot be tolerated on the scrap heaps of Sodom and Gomorrah. Amazingly, he draws on concepts such as
1: premises, operation, business interest, undisrupted workflow.
0: After a while, the reporter starts to feel a little safer again and, unnoticeably, ...switches the recorder back on. Which
6: doesn't auger well for us. Yes. Therefore, if we see something which is not in the best interest of our business, we don't allow it. You understand? I understand. I would do... ...sounds mm. has nothing to do with our business. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. If it's something that is related to the government... Yeah. Maybe the manager
0: stresses the on several occasions that yes. he is working hand-in-hand hand so with work the government... Hand
6: hand with like I said, ...and know,
0: that access to the premises is only granted with a permit from the Ministry of Youth and
6: Sports. So the government knows about our activity I see, You understand? Youth and sports? Yes. I see. You understand? Yes. The reporter
0: understands that somebody here is trying to cover a cynical business with a legal facade, thereby revealing the whole scheme.
6: And therefore what you are coming to do has no negative impact on our business. I see, yes.
0: Because the reporter would never have guessed that the entire desperate, self-destructive struggle for survival at Sodom and Gomorrah was structured along the well-organized lines of a commercial enterprise. That the procedures had been strategically devised and that the hordes of children had been factored in as units of labour. While the reporter is still busy thinking about this, His gaze wanders along the endless rows of files against the wall. They are files of the kind that any office might have, but something about them catches his eye, until the reporter realizes what he's actually looking at. In these shelves, there are dozens, perhaps nearly a hundred, files, stretching across several rows, and they all bear the same label,
6: Hamburg.
1: Ujda, Morocco,
8: any time.
5: And how do you live in the forest?
8: (sighs) Life in the forest is very difficult.
0: Less than one child in a thousand makes it to Europe.
8: Only suffering, living in the bush.
0: And if you manage to make it to one of the borders of Europe, you are no longer a child.
8: We have many races there. We have the Ghanaians, the Senegalese, the Malians, the Gambians,
6: the route uh, You know. The Maronians, the Nigerians, the Nigerians,
8: the, the, the Ghanaians.
0: When you were 16, you left your country. Now you are 23 and at the end of your journey to Europe. (coughs) For seven years, you have lived in the no man's land between Morocco and Algeria, like a ghost.
12: Hiding in the bush, in the mountains,
0: searching for food by night, running by day from the military police, who hunt you like an animal.
8: Because the government here, they don't want to see us. In Morocco? Yes, in Morocco, I mean. They I don't mean, I
5: want to just have a picture of how your seven years were, you know? You
8: just want to have a picture of how my seven years was. I spent about five years of that, my seven years, living in the forest. Sometimes we get some houses, but it's not that the Moroccans, there are giving us the house. Because they want to give us a house, because of they themselves are poor a little. They just want us. They want to get something from us also. That is how they leave us. That is how they give us the house. The That's reporter can cannot
0: full. feel what you have experienced these seven years.
8: About seven of us in the room.
0: More than ever, the border between you and the reporter just is impossible to, to cross. To you, your words here. mean I'm something different here. from what the reporter is able to understand. Your suffering cannot be shared.
8: I have nobody. I have myself. Even that one you call your friend is not your friend, Mm -hmm. because he also is suffering. Sometimes I have to, I have to, I have to, I have, it's like I have to sell my life to eat. It's like I have to give my life to somebody to use.
0: Here in Morocco, it is not the sea that separates you from Europe, just a fence. You would only need to place a foot over that so, fence and your life could move on. But those who have tried were shot before they ever got as far as
8: the fence. That is how life is. And so
0: you have been waiting for seven years.
8: That is how... But I'm happy being here because I know sometimes I can even see somebody like you, a journalist, trying to ask me my feelings, you know? Mm-hmm. I like to see people like you trying to ask me how I feel because I can remember it has been about five years I've seen seen somebody asking me how I feel. I'm waiting for the day to go to an European continent so I can mix with good people. Maybe people that understand life a little. Because life is hard.
9: Well, if we think about the fundamental values and the fundamental uh, things of the European Union... Fundamental values. ...in the field where we are acting, it's the freedom of movement...
1: Freedom of movement.
9: Uh, security. Security. And the third uh, uh, thing is, is justice. Justice. <laughs>
7: What it simple means is,
4: white man, white man, white man. That's what they say. What is poverty in Europe is not necessarily poverty here. You see, because no matter how bad it is, it is still somehow middle level for us.
0: Writer Amadako fled to Europe as a young woman and lived as an asylum seeker in Germany for many years.
4: You see, I am a bad, bad example because, you know, I went, I struggled, you know, I was cleaning, I was babysitting, but I was also writing books. And I would not have written books if I was here. That is the truth. But Europe opens... An uh, opportunity of knowledge for you, which you cannot get here, and which probably Europeans take for granted. <laughs> so as for the dream, it's always there.
7: Hallelujah! Hallelujah! twenty two.
0: Back in Europe again. Arrival in Amsterdam.
5: Now I am coming home and I have been through these barriers and passport controls a hundred times.
0: Usually he walks up to a glass window and holds up his identity card and the official behind the glass nods and the reporter walks on. It only takes seconds.
5: In front of me... But
0: in front of him in the queue there is a black teenager that the reporter had hardly noticed before. And what happens next is really just an everyday, inconspicuous procedure. The teenager pushes his passport under the window and the official leaves through it for a long time.
5: And it was at the passport control that our paths divided.
0: Border police accompany the black boy into a separate room and all he will see of Europe is this airport. Whereas the reporter walks through... ...switches on his telephone... ...and receives a message from his phone company... ...welcoming him back... ...to Europe.
3: That was Children of Sodom and Gomorrah. It was originally produced in German... ...by Jens Jarisch... This version was adapted into English for the Australian Broadcasting Corporation by Sharon Davis, with narration by Rebecca Massey and sound engineering by Russell Stapleton. To read an interview with Sharon Davis about adapting the piece into English, visit our website, thirdcoastfestival.org. Before we go, a smaller story, also from Africa, from Kigali, Rwanda. It was submitted to Third Coast for our 2012 Short Docs Challenge. It's not too late, by the way, to submit your own story. The deadline is April 30th, and here are the rules in a nutshell. Your story must be three minutes or less in length, feature two of your neighbors, have a color in the title, and contain three seconds of narrative silence. Keep an ear out for those rules as you listen to this simple story of language, laughter, and daily chores with neighbors. Here is My Blue Bucket.
13: Nakupenda, sun. Nakupenda, naku sun. Uh, asante, sana.
7: Sana. Naku penda, sana. Sana. Naku penda, sana. asante. Asante, sun. Nakupenda, sun. Nakupenda, sun. Asante, sun. Nakupenda. Nakupenda. I love you. I yeah. love. I love. you I love you
13: very much. Yeah. You love yeah. Very much. Hajj's mother sits on the concrete ledge outside her home. Handmade straw broom in one hand, the other hanging over her knee. Little Hajj sits beside her. He looks up at her. She smiles and pats his head before rising again. She continues to sweep the orange dust from the concrete pavement. She bends over because the broom handle is short. She holds her left hand on her lower back and sweeps with her right. She sweeps the concrete of our compound every morning. There are five houses in this compound, including mine. Hajj and his slightly older sister run zigzagging around the wet washing hanging from the lines. His older sister brings out a potty where she calls Hajj to sit. He glances over at me washing my clothes in my blue bucket. The sister, who's seven, washes him and empties the potty in our communal toilet. After I hang my last load of washing, I go and sit on the street just outside the compound. Hajj follows, his feet sliding in his sister's sneakers, with one of his hands holding up his oversized shorts imprinted with flowers, love hearts and bees. We sit together and observe life in the slums. There's a constant murmur of conversation here. People are always stopping to chat to one another. About what, I can't say. But I feel I want to be a part of it, and I feel its absence when I'm not here. I've become used to the constant hum of life in the slums. I'm used to taking showers in a bucket, hand washing my clothes and bed sheets, to frequent electricity blackouts, and running out of water. Haj no longer comes every morning to share tea and bread. His family moved to a bigger house. My small house has no kitchen or bathroom, just my three plastic buckets, a table and a chair, a cupboard and a bed. It's become a home where I feel connected to my neighbors and those in my street.
3: My Blue Bucket was produced by Helene Thomas and Stephen Tilley and entered in the Third Coast 2012 Short Docs Challenge. Didn't it make you want to get cracking on your own short doc? Visit our website, thirdcoastfestival.org, to read about the rules and incentives in more detail. ReSound is a production of the Third Coast International Audio Festival in Chicago. I'm Gwen Maxai. The program is produced by Katie Mingle and curated by Johanna Zorn and Julie Shapiro of the Third Coast Festival. Support for ReSound comes from Dojo, a full-service digital agency. On the web at dojo.com. Dojo, we fuel ideas that grow. The Third Coast Festival is a nonprofit arts organization made possible with lead funding from the Richard H. Driehaus Foundation and the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation. Additional support is provided by the Boeing Company Charitable Trust, the Agadino Foundation, the Menaki Foundation, Chicago's Navy Pier, and American Airlines. This program is partially supported by a grant from the Illinois Arts Council, a state agency. Special thanks to our many individual contributors from Chicago and around the world. If you want to contact us, we would love to hear from you. Email us at resound at thirdcoastfestival.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter. ReSound returns next week with more radio that you can't hear anywhere else unless you live everywhere else.
2: You've been listening to the Third Coast Podcast. Stay connected with us through Facebook and Twitter or by signing up for our email list at thirdcoastfestival.org. If you like what you heard today, consider writing us a review on iTunes or sending us a few bucks. As always...